So today, I thought I would talk about leaving the nest. And this is one of those moments when you encounter that things are changing, that life is unfolding. And it's rather interesting, it's rather peculiar, because of course (laughs) you can't really know this until after the fact. You can't really notice a lot of the things that happen with leaving the nest until you've already done it. And even even then it takes some time to really recognize it for yourself. And most of the time in life, things just seem to be as they are and they unfold gradually. And they unfold so gradually that, well... We don't really encounter that life is changing. And the things that bring us to realize that things have changed, that life has changed, are rather important. They're rather precious. And they're rather peculiar. So, here's how I think about this. If you think back to your childhood, when you were about, say, eight years old, or nine years old, or ten years old, then chances are there would have been a number of things that you wanted to do that your parents wouldn't let you do. Now, around that age... I felt very much that my parents wouldn't let me do anything that I wanted to do. (laughs) Why won't you let me do anything? You always say no. (laughs) How many times did we have that argument? And as you get a little bit older, you do notice that there's certain things that your parents let you do because you're a little bit older. And there is, a, there is an awkward period, right, in the ages of maybe 11 or 12 or 13, where there's a number of things that you can see that you can do if you were just a little bit older. And there are a number of things that your parents might realize, well, you can do that when you're a little bit older. And you can get this anxiety or this kind of urge to, ah, if I was just a few years older, then I could do these exciting things, these interesting things. And that is a very interesting time, right? The ages of 12 to 13 to 14, right? When you're 14, you're starting to sense, ah, there is something coming that I can do that I couldn't have done when I was younger. Now, when you get older, again, and you're in your early 20s, you'll realize that there are certain things that, of course, well, your parents would never let you do until you were older, but then you did get older and they did let you do. And then there are certain things that they would never want you to do. They were actually against having you do them at all. And if you move into your 
early 20s with any degree of autonomy or zest for life, then you're going to explore these things. You're going to discover these things. You're going to actually test them out for yourself and have a, have a want to try the things that your parents never said that you should do. And you'll realize at a certain point, ah, I actually can do whatever I want. There's nothing stopping me. And this is, well, usually the time after you leave the nest or after you leave home, which of course can also be a gradual thing, right? Sometimes there's a particular day. Sometimes you sort of go back and forth a little bit over the years. And the funny thing is that that particular day, that moment when you do move out of home, that's going to feel like any other day. That's just going to be like as normal as this moment is now, having this conversation with me. And yet sometime after that, very soon after that, you're going to realize, ah, I can actually do whatever I want. There's no one giving me these rules and I am going to go out and try these things. And it's funny that along with that can come (laughs) a sense of anxiety, a sense of, oh, there's no one in charge anymore. And if you go along and experiment with some of those things, you'll realize that not only are there things that your parents told you not to do, but there were also things that they knew about but didn't even tell you about. They didn't even say, don't do those things. It was almost like the rule was so deep that the forbiddenness of that thing was so deep that they wouldn't even have the rule, right? It's almost like we're not going to put this as a rule because if someone then goes and looks up the rules, they can break that rule, right? If there's a rule book then you've got something to work with. But if it's not a rule and you don't even say anything about it, it's complete ignorance, then you can't even break that rule. Now, there's a level even further beyond that and this is where you really get into leaving the nest. And this is the, this is the space you want to get to. There are things, not only are there things that were rules that you couldn't do and things that wouldn't be talked about, But there are things that your parents didn't even know about. So there are things you can try and experiment with and do which your parents actually don't know about. Now, of course, this this, distinguishing this is something you can't really know, right? Like, unless you go to your parents and say, did you know about this? Why didn't you tell me, right? That's a common reaction. Why didn't anyone tell me about these things? Why didn't anyone sit me down and explain what these experiences are and how to go about doing them right? (laughs) Man, what I wish for myself if I could have had someone explain things to me. (laughs) Of course... I wonder if I would have listened at all when I was younger. That's another side of the story. And you can really get a sense of this 
leaving the nest and finding things that your parents never found. If you say, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a year of travel. And instead of going to university straight after school, I'm just going to travel for a year. And if you travel, you go overseas, you're in a foreign country, you're meeting new people, you're encountering a different culture, you're trying different things, then, well, you'll really open up in a lot of different ways. And it won't just be one experience, it will be a string of experiences. It will be a journey. And what will happen is, of course, you'll come back to visit mummy and daddy, you'll come back to that same house, and that is when you will notice that something profound has changed. Something has completely shifted. You'll get a real sense that nothing is as it was. Now, here's the further insight. Here's the deeper level. This thing of, well, what your parents told you and what you were able to discover by going beyond that, it doesn't just go for your parents. It goes for your society. It goes for your culture. It goes for your friends, your teachers, the speakers that you listen to. And it even goes for your very own mind. Your very own wisdom itself is limited, right? That is a profound thing to realize. That is a a shocking and an exciting thing to realize that your wisdom and your zest for new experiences is limited. And you might think from your vantage that it's, that it's infinite, right? Oh, I want new experiences. I can't wait to go overseas. I can't wait to see new people, right? It feels, it feels from where you are so big, so much just like, ah, oh, reaching for the stars. You're reaching for the stars. And yet I'm here to say that that is limited, And really, it doesn't matter because when you venture off into new territories, all you need is just the the propulsion, right? It doesn't matter if you can imagine. The the future doesn't care how clearly or not you can imagine it. (laughs) But there is a lesson in leaving the nest, in having this difference of going out, traveling for a year and then coming back. Because that needs to go even further. That needs to go deeper. A lot of people, when they come back and they have that realization, they think, ah, now I've come into my own. Now I've discovered what I am. And that's a complacency. That is actually something you need to go beyond. (laughs) Now, of course... If you've just walked in the door from your year of travel, it's not really for me to sort of pick you up and dust you off and say, get out and see the world. (laughs) Right? Of course, there is integration. There is understanding that needs to occur. There is a sort of processing that happens with leaving the nest. 
So knowing when the right time is for each thing, well, that's, that's very important. And really, if we take this through, if we take this through to its logical conclusion, then what you end up with, or what you sort of get even further down the track, is experiences that no one else in the entire world has had. That is possible, believe it or not. Another way to put it is you've had a story that no one else in the world can tell. A personal story. Now, that's probably a little bit more easy to believe than an experience because, well, we often spend a lot of our time categorizing experiences and so much of what human experience is is actually quite universal. And really, that's a matter of semantics of analysis. That's not really anything we need to worry about, right? Let's not get bogged down into technicalities of words. But to realize that your story is unique to you, I mean, I'm sort of like I don't, something in me wants to like say, oh, careful of that cliche, but, but it is, right? You can find a story which no one else has lived. You can live that story. You can have your perspective that no one else has seen. And really, this is another way of saying that you have something to discover that other people need to hear about. You have something to discover that no one else can discover. This is a theme that comes up in a lot of science fiction and fantasy adventure stories. Which is that the hero is on the journey and they come to some sort of thing that they can't get through, right? There's a hurdle, whether it's a a door they need to get through or some sort of challenge. And the solution to the problem is something that only they could have come up with or only they have right maybe they have a magic key they remember oh the magic key that I've been carrying all this time that I didn't know what it was for actually fits this lock something like that right that motif comes up again and again in adventure stories and the insight there is that you have something unique unto yourself which is discovered through leaving the nest through coming out of the rules that your parents put on you, (laughs) right? Because we can paint this rosy picture and say, oh, yes, you're so unique and wonderful. But what is the opposite of this, right? The opposite of this is that you don't go on the journey. There's no guarantee that you do leave the nest. Some, Some people don't leave the nest. This happens. Some, sometimes quite literally. <laughs> Some people live in their parents' basement. Into their 20s, 30s and 40s. <laughs> and I laugh only because I'm, I'm judging. I'm hoping not to cry. I'm hoping not to worry too much about those people. And, you know, on, a, on another level, you know, there's really nothing wrong with that. There are many species and animals 
from the kingdom of life that have family living for, for many generations over many years. So this, this picture of, oh, you need to move out of your parents' home, well, that's just a sort of cultural thing. That's an, a, we might say, cultural appropriation. And there is also something quite, quite important about going back and being with your parents, right? Because leaving the nest, remember this image of leaving the nest, actually does have the component of coming back and realizing it. But to sort of say, okay, well, that, that's, that's all good. Let's put that aside for a moment. Then we can say, what's the equivalent of, well, you do move out of home, but you still sort of follow the, the beaten path of life. You sort of get a job, you get married, you do have kids, you buy the house. And even not for just the external beaten path, but also the internal beaten path of life, which is, oh, I believe that we just want to be happy, we want to live in peace. We want to all get along. We want to do what we can for the environment. We want to contribute as best we can and do something meaningful, do something creative. And all that's great, right? Just like having kids and buying a house, that's that's great. Nothing wrong with the beaten path. But that is not leaving the nest. That is not discovering what you have to share to the world. That is not finding the uniqueness within you. That's not living your own story. And in some ways it is rare when someone has a a truly unique and remarkable life story. Well, those people we admire. Those people, when you meet one of those people, that's like, whoa, you've really met someone who's just like, you, you, you know, you talk to that person and you, and you, you walk away just thinking like, what, like, what a guy, what, like, what trip is that guy on, <laughs> right? And I say guy, but I mean guys and girls, guys, right? And of course, well, we need more people like that because in so many ways we are like that, right? We're all on our own trip. We're all just tripping. <laughs> We're all journeying through these experiences and trying to see, well, what, what on earth is going on? How is it different to you? Does, does, this, does this happen to you? Like, do, do you get this? Like, does this resonate at all? Like this, like this whole thing of leaving the nest... And going out and traveling, like, is this this clicking at all? And it might be, well, you're thinking, that's that's just one way of conceptualizing it. And it is. But I feel it's important. I feel it's like, man, if I had have heard this, like, if I had have heard this when I was like eight years old, like, what? What would I say to an eight-year-old? I would say, okay, there are some rules 
And you have to follow the rules. That's important. But soon enough, there will come a time when you can make your own rules. And you're allowed to actually explore. And when you explore, you will find more than I could ever find. You will find something totally different to what I have found. And part of me, when I say that to this hypothetical eight-year-old, wants to say, okay, well, well actually, let's do away with the rules. Like, why, why do we have rules? Why don't, why don't you come up with the rules? And suffer the consequences for it. Right? What what would an eight-year-old do? Right? What I mean, what, what can an eight-year-old do? Like a like he's gonna go to the fridge and eat heaps of ice cream or something, or 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 stay up really late or something, you know, right? Like what's the worst that an eight-year-old can do? There's not much that they can do that can that can really like like are they gonna trash the house? Maybe, maybe there's even a lesson in that. Like, but e- but even that, I can't imagine. Like, like if you if you give someone total freedom as an eight year old, they're not going to be violent. They're not going to be aggressive necessarily, right? They might be impulsive, but but not entirely impulsive, right? He he might just say, oh, "I want to watch TV," he or she, right? And in that, there's a there's a great lesson because then you're teaching this kid, all right, you need to figure it out for yourself. And the, the shock that actually is going to come later on, which normally comes for people when they've left the nest and it's they're in their early 20s, the shock of, oh, now it is all up to you. Now, that's now been sort of sidestepped and, you, and you had pra- you've had practice of figuring stuff out, right? Think of the, the impulsive problems that people have. When they realize, oh, I am my own person. I am, Now I can finally go out and eat all that ice cream that I want and watch all the TV that I want. How many people live in that trap? How many people have that over and over again? And yet if you could have had someone when you were eight years old, six, seven years old, six years old, actually nurture you in such a way that allowed you to open to your freedom, well, <laughs> maybe you wouldn't have those problems. And and maybe I am being naive, right? Maybe maybe eight-year-olds do need rules and certain things that you know you, you need to help them to do their homework. You need to help them to learn to tie their shoelace, and you do actually need to in, encourage them. And may, maybe you know, ba- you know, the the other example would be: do, do babies eat? You know, babies can't feed themselves. You actually have to put it in their mouth, right? You do need to have a dynamic work with them, right? And it's like, well, if we say the baby has to be fed, is is that a rule, right? Are you are you forcing the baby to do something? It's like, well, not exactly. And I'm not an adult. I'm not a I'm an I'm an I'm an adult, but I'm not a parent. I don't have kids, so so who am I? Maybe if you have kids, maybe you tell me your experience. You can leave me a comment. What's it like? But at least now, from wherever stage you've at, you're at, you realize there is this thing of leaving the nest. 
And that applies from eight-year-olds to teenagers to early 20s and on into your 30s. It really, it really should be continuing on into your early mid 30s and even your late 30s. And by the time you get to your late 30s and your 40s, well, that that's different. That's an age of wisdom, right? Because you, because you've got your story, you've found your uniqueness, you've found your essence, you've lived your unique experience unto yourself. So that's that's an age of wisdom that's very different. That's that's not leaving the nest, right? <laughs> if you're in your 40s and 50s and you're working with this dynamic of leaving the nest, well well you realize that, you know, there, there's something very big that you've missed in your life. And in fact, that's how you get erratic behavior from people in those ages. Sometimes a, a 40 or 50-year-old does just say, you know what, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go out while I still can and do what I can. This actually drives divorce, right? People get divorced because they realized, oh, I've just been following the mainstream path of marrying someone who was just sort of, you know, there in my life. And I've been with this person sort of just cruising through it. I need to get out of this while I still can, while I've still got enough energy. (laughs) And divorce is just one example. I mean, people have this with their jobs, with where they live, with what they're doing, what they feel, right? It can be new feelings. But now, well, all the cards are on the table. We've had this conversation. We've explained it. You have a course of action. You realize it. You you have it, right? You can sidestep this problem. And and not that it's really a problem, right? It's not a. Don't think of it as a problem to be solved or uh, an impeding thing that you have to resolve or or fix or anything like that. It's just an an idea. It's just a dynamic to be aware of. And go overseas. Go and see another country for a couple of months. It doesn't have to be for a full year or even longer. Travel should be part of your life. I think you already know that. That I don't need to say that. All right, so those are a few thoughts. I think that does just about enough to sort of get that idea across. And... As always, well, you can learn more from my online course. So I have an online course on developmental psychology. And that goes into a number of systems of how life unfolds. So go ahead, enroll in that course. There will be a link somewhere in the description. Otherwise, thanks very much. And we'll be back soon with more.